You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Another generation of ugly motherfuckers? Well, I mean, who knows? Every You know, ugly people make pretty babies sometimes. Mm. I almost said something so shady. Ooh. Mm. You ain't got me. You ain't quite got me, vape. You ain't quite got me. You almost had me, bitch. You almost motherfucking had me. <laughs> Not today, bitch. You got to be faster. Saved by the brain cells. <laughs> On my own. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love us for real. Now I'm screaming. <laughs> Speaking of dry ass shit, let's talk about dry ass parents. So, <clears throat> Outbar Dead BV <clears throat> is in the studio recording Sound a song. Terrible. Let me tell you something. She's <laughs> on that goddamn stool looking like an upside down ice cream cone. The, the the machine was working at McDonald's. But that's besides the point because I don't need to drag you about your way. You a pretty girl. I'm not going to take that away from you. Bitch, you cannot fucking rap. Let me tell that to you, though. Okay? All jokes aside, whatever I've said about whatever you got mm-hmm. rattling around in your brain, whatever kind of bozo ass shit, you, whatever kind of deadbeat mommery that you are on, all of that notwithstanding, I am here to stand in truth and transparency. You cannot fucking rap. That shit was awful. That song is terrible. And then you got the nerve to have a song about child support. What do you know about child support? What do you know? You have you have no childs. <laughs> <laughs> If anything, you need to be paying child support to somebody. I just cannot fucking believe that. You don't have no child. I'm so glad that this is taking place before the polls open. <laughs> Bitch, what, what do you know about child support? You don't have no child. <laughs> and you don't have no child. <laughs> if you don't stop playing on this motherfucking show, what did you do? Uh, bar no child. Mm. child. <laughs> have you ever collected Ag- it? Akbar visitations. <laughs> Imagine a weekend mom talking about child support. Girl, oh, hush. Mom. Hush. <laughs> Say Ooh. less, okay? Like, God, Ooh. I wish you would just go. I wish Lane Bryant would let you be a model full time. That's oh what you my need. Screaming, Akbar V and the V stand for visitation on the weekends. <laughs> Only on the weekends. She got the scissor remix going. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's fucking wrong with it? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Ratchet Ramblings. We hope you enjoyed this special uh, intro. 
it is our 200th episode 200 episodes that means we have been fucking working and recording but that is by far one of my favorite draggings ever from the Beyonce of Ratchet Ramblings, uh, Trillificent. And it wouldn't be right if we celebrated 200 episodes without bringing in one of our favorite moments from Curtis. We miss you, Curtis. I think about all the time how you should still you should still be with us cutting the fuck up right. you you elevated this podcast to the next level when you became our third co-host fewer things i feel like i that we've ever done perfectly right but bringing you in as a guest and you telling us i'm just gonna be the third co-host now right because i don't even think me. about that y'all you just say it like hey, hey. i'm gonna just be the third host right. I mean, it was the it was it was the perfect blend. I mean, who else? Because I mean, me and you were a dynamic duo on our own. But who else to come in and just fuck shit up in the best way possible than someone who we love, trust, and is just our nigga? And we love you, Curtis. We miss you. We, I, I think I can speak for me and Candace. A day doesn't go by that we don't think about you, and we're gonna carry on in your legacy. We definitely are. Like, I just, you know, it, for me, I don't know about you, friend, but a lot of times it really is some days still hard to do the podcast because I be watching the shows and I be like, God damn, Curtis would have a field day with this. Yeah. Oh my God. We Especially Potomac. Oh my God. I wish he was here for Potomac and I wish he was here to discuss Salt Lake City. Yeah. He would have a field day with Mary's crazy ass. And Jen. Woo. Yeah. We miss you. We love you. We appreciate you. We celebrate you as we celebrate our 200th episode. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that, you know, it's been a few times the the vape pen almost got us. Um, (laughs) I still chuckle almost daily. For some reason, I always laugh at you have no childs. Because we always talk about dead beatery on on the on the uh, social medias, so I do always find a way to think to myself, "You got no childs. You either hiding a childs or you have no childs." Exactly. But listen, hey, two hundred. I couldn't I couldn't think of a better person to do ratchet ramblings with than Jeremy because. Um, we just we just got some good chemistry, you know. Even even outside of the show, me and you would think like some people do podcasts together, but they don't really talk. You know, yeah. they do their shows, they leave. You know, I talk to Jeremy every day. Literally, you know, we talk every single day, and every day the jokes is the same way, the energy, the chemistry is the same way. I could not think of a better person to to have started this with and continue it with and jeremy so you know thank you for being consistent as well you know a lot of podcasts never really see the light of day because they can't be consistent you know they stop they start they stop they start but in the four years we've been doing this because we started doing it in like july of 2017 
So in the four years we've been doing it almost weekly, we have missed maybe 10 to 12 shows in four years. And them been holidays. Holidays and, you know, as we were figuring out a new normal after Curtis passed, but I think we was even still recording in. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've taken some short breaks, but four years, 200 episodes, living in completely opposite parts of the country, but we always make time to get together and clown on this show. It's always been a great outlet for me. I'll be honest, podcasting has given me something far greater than, you know, what people, people come into it looking to make money and make profit. But at some point, I don't care how bad a day I may have, how shitty my week may be. I know that I'm going to come on this podcast and we're going to fucking laugh. Yeah. And Um, I take great pride in knowing not only do we make each other laugh, but we make our listeners laugh. And we want to give a huge shout out to all the guests we've had on the show. Brooke, Lexi, Stephanie, um, Ronnie, uh, Ruthie. Deja. uh, Yep. just it's it's we've had a lot of great guests oh over over the years. John, and shout out to John. Shout out to John from the John Effect podcast for sure. Uh Bree, many more guests to come. Nikki and just many, many more. We thank y'all for rocking with us. Babe, we finna clown. Cause if y'all if, Y'all do the food every week so far, and I'm appreciative for the sake of having something to talk about on the show. But do you motherfuckers not get tired? Well, if they got tired, they wouldn't get paid from these shows. We're going to hop right into it with um, fucking Black Ink Crew Chicago. Four, you are fucking dumb. No, my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was on Let's go. Let's go. Four, you are off. Fucking dumb. You are goddamn 40 and still thinking with your dick, which I mean, in fairness, but not really fairness, that's like the norm for cis hetero men, unfortunately. Yeah. However, nigga, you are fucking 40 and you about to bring in a goddamn child into the world. Well, not you technically, but you know what the fuck I mean. Nigga, you got to grow the fuck up. You up here arguing with your god the, 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 the with the damn mother of your child on national goddamn TV over stupid you, you shit. You screaming in a pregnant woman's face on fucking TV. That's not weird to you. Right? Like, even even Don wouldn't do that. I like, mean, he's not, not smart either. To you. But... It's not strange. Over dumb shit. Like, that's my thing. Like, if you gone, like, you know, now, <clears throat> in full truth and transparency, uh, <laughs> shout out to Curtis. Um, I am not a argue type of person in not only romantic relationships, but also friendship. Like me and Candace ain't never argued a day in our lives. Like we don't had disagreements. We ain't never had like arguments where we yelling and screaming at each other. Not never. I'm not a argumentative person, but if it gets to that point, at least let it be over some shit that matter. You arguing with your baby mama over some stupid shit. That's why your dumb ass named that baby forever. You because you forever fucking stupid. Boy, you are you are 36. And dumb. And dumb. She is carrying a whole human being, and her emotions, her body is literally physically changing. The least you could do, the least you could do 
it shut the fuck up sometimes because it's not about you anymore for it's about her and the baby that is growing inside of her some um listen i am sorry to say this but sometimes you just got to suck that shit up because what you are going through compared to what she is going through are two totally different things and she is dumb as fuck her damn self so don't get me wrong also For you to explode over her wanting structure and stability for y'all's child is fucking ridiculous. Like, do you want to be future, nigga? Like, what are you doing? I just feel like this is what happens when people think with their genitals. And it's crazy because I know I cannot be the only person, I cannot be the only black person who black mama or black daddy always said, you better be careful who you had children with. I can't be the only one that heard that from my parent. I'm pretty sure Fawn Dawn heard that, but they stupid, so they didn't listen. Y'all are stupid. And Nina, you a problem in this relationship too, pregnant or not. Oh, yeah, she Because I could tell by the way you are speaking to four in front of your mama, yelling at him, that this this is part of course. Her own mama said, I didn't raise you like this. Her, your own mom was disappointed in your behavior. You wanted your mama, first of all, first and foremost, your mama didn't have no business in this situation. That tells me one thing, that you do not have the emotional intelligence to navigate your own romantic relationships. Mm. When things are not going your way, you try to get your mom to jump in and do your dirty work. Your mom had no business texting for, cursing him out or talking to him any any kind of way. If your mama wanted to reach out to four, it should have been, hey, Nina, tell me y'all going through some problems. If there's any way I can help y'all navigate it and get on the same page, I'm here. Your mama like reaching out to that man, calling him the devil, and he ain't shit, and he ain't a man, and he ain't this, and he ain't. But see, instead, she should have been getting in your ass because this is what you do when you lay up and you make babies with somebody you don't fucking know. Mm, y'all met during like, the pandemic like, in and DMs. Like, and listen. you are pregnant and due very soon. That tells me that y'all wasn't even fucking around six months before you was pregnant. This was, you know what this was? This was four was drunk one night and he saw her on Instagram and he was like, "What's up with that pussy?" And they fucked. Yep. And now they got a baby. But now nah, you're absolutely right. Like imagine, like Candace, imagine you getting Mama White diamonds in you and my business. Imagine. Just imagine putting people in our business. Period. People who don't have the, the the capabilities to help us fix a situation that could be going wrong. Right. Exactly. Aside yeah, from you... a professional, I don't need no relationship advice from nobody. Exactly. Listen, you don't tell me and tell you, you and my uh, problems in business because that ain't none of our business. We wish you the best and we friends and we love y'all, y'all family, but we don't need to know the intricacies of y'all business and shit. Absolutely. Absolutely not. And just uh, just out of respect, and I'm going to be honest, most people do not have the capability to tell a situation and tell it from all angles. Talk people will always tell their version of a situation that paints them in the best light and the person who may have violated or hurt their feelings in the worst light possible. It's Talk just kind of human nature. Yeah. It is very rare you're going to get somebody that is going to be honest about everything that went wrong. Their faults, the other person's fault, and the combination of both parties. It's very rare you're going to get that. Very rare. And especially with these two stupid motherfuckers. And she looked like Sid the Sloth. 
Okay, I'm glad we're here because I was finna say she is ugly. I am sorry, but I am here to stand in truth and transparency. That motherfucker look like like if like everybody listen to my voice. Google the Pokemon Dugong and tell me that don't look like four baby mama. Just do that for me right now. How you spell it? D-E-W gone. Google that and tell me that ain't four baby mama. I just want y'all to do that for me right now. Oh my god. You goddamn y'all dumb. But I expect nothing less from four because four, it, n- listen, at some point, we have to recognize that at some point, four is the problem because he just go from crazy motherfucker to crazy motherfucker. And at some point, four, you got to look in the mirror and see what is it about me and my childish ass that keep attracting these childish ass women? Mm. Which means, nigga, you need to do some goddamn growing up. Maybe if you grow up, you'll attract some better quality of women. Maybe. Hopefully. You need to, nigga. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. You only goddamn stuck your penis in this woman and you don't, you ain't pull out. Now you stuck with a motherfucker you can't stand because you were thinking with your dick instead of your brain, you stupid motherfucker. Mm. Oh. Pray for that, baby. Pray for that, baby. Yeah. Um. Speaking of stupid motherfucker, uh, oh. we can, oh, go ahead. Want to say, Ryan? You a terrible person, but I see why that man, baby mama, wanted to fuck on you. He is dramatic and melodramatic and <laughs> emotional than a motherfucker. You a terrible nigga. <laughs> Just tell me why. Why? why? Hey, yo, Candace, Candace, wait, 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 Candace, Candace, Candace. <laughs> Why would he say that? I thought I thought a fucking Backstreet Boy. Tell me why. <laughs> he just sitting there screaming, "Why? Why?" why? He, and Ryan already gave you the answer. He did it because he's a terrible nigga. What the fuck else do you want? <laughs> this man. And let me tell you, Ryan, you a shitty person. I'm never from this point forward. Every time I refer to you in any capacity, I'm always saying you a shitty person. You a shitty person. But at least you finally stood up and told that man you did what you did because you was a fucked up person. Yeah. That don't make it right, but at least you was honest. There was no rhyme, reason, or logic to what you did other than you a fucked up person. And see, this is why... And this motherfucker still sitting there talking about, wow, wow. Can I say two things? I'm logical. Why'd you do that? Nigga, you ain't logical because let's... Let's hold the motherfucking phone. Now, remember when this shit all started going down, I the nigga DM me. I DM the nigga and he DM me back. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I got a podcast. I just want to report the truth. Which, speaking of, nigga, you never replied to us, nigga. We could have had content, yes, but go ahead. Yes, he did. He replied back. Oh, he did? And he basically tried to say that the domestic violence shit was against the baby mama. She got. She was the one that caught the charges for the domestic violence. But either way, there mm. was some abusing going on in that relationship. So mm. for you to sit up here and act like you was a doting partner and father and 
all this other shit to that woman. I'm calling bullshit. Mm. I'm calling bullshit. Yes, I am. Let's get to the root. Yes, I am. I don't give sis had me and the, the, the benefit of the doubt. As you shouldn't. If she was whipping on your ass and the, she called the police on you, this ain't y'all first go round with abuse in that relationship. And the fact that she, after the shit with Ryan happened, she she doesn't even give a fuck. She just went on about her business. It tells me a lot about where the state of y'all relationship was at. Not saying that you deserve what she did to you, but I'm saying it's some shit in the milk that is not clean about what type of relationship y'all had. It wasn't a a super loving, peaceful, healthy, happy relationship. I'm just going to say that. All right, let me, uh, you know what? I'm not even mad at you, and I'm going to pick it back off of that. I'm, I'm here to stand in truth and transparency in the spirit of Curtis. Let me tell you something. Now, do I believe him when he say that woman was abusive? Honestly, yeah. Because you have to be somebody fucked up to try to fuck Ryan, knowing that dynamic in that relationship. I'm not even going to hold you. However, you are going to have to sell me a lot more to make me believe that that was a loving, doting relationship, like you said, friend. And also, furthermore, if that happened, one, well, on the one hand, I get it, but on the other hand, like, why would you care that somebody that goddamn despicable betrayed you by fucking on Ryan? And furthermore, to add to that, to piggyback off your point, you already know why the fuck Ryan did this because he a piece of shit. Why are you not only asking why? Why why are you giving this motherfucker the time of day when you should have been trying to stick some dick up in Rachel like a real nigga? Now let's get to the root. You should have been trying to get to the root of of Rachel's pussy. That's what the fuck you should have been doing other than crying on this goddamn screen. Which lets me know, while it is fuck Ryan, you also a bitch-ass nigga. Because either one or two things would have happened. Either Ryan would have got to beat the fuck up or you would have fucked Rachel. Or both, preferably. And neither of those things happened. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, meanwhile, you got them crying on goddamn TV talking about tell me why I think you fucking goddamn uh, on the Backstreet Boys and shit. Backstreet niggas, if you will. Nigga, you know how the fuck he did it because Ryan a piece of shit. And why are you trying to make amends with this motherfucker when he did some shit like that? Nigga, I would have... Mm, let me not say that because we might get canceled if I say that. Um, <laughs> but some shit would have happened to Ryan if you catch my drift. That's all I'm saying. If it, if it was me. So... Again, yeah. this isn't a defense of Ryan because Ryan no, is terrible. Ryan is a terrible person. I'm just saying that based on how this ended between you and your child's mom and some of the information we got... Um, it, it, wasn't no, it wasn't no pretty, it wasn't no pretty picture of a relationship and you got to stand up in that. But as I always say, once you cheat, you give somebody a door to, to not have to take accountability for their part in the fuck up. Which, so. which is, which is baby mama allowed, which I mean, to be fair, it's my baby mama piece of shit too. But I just need, I just need Anthony to be honest. That's really what I want. I want him to be honest. Stop all this goddamn crying and performing and shit on the goddamn cameras. Be honest, nigga. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, Dre, why would you come back to this shop? Because she's stupid. I'm trying to be funny, but what is... Second City Inc. don't got shit going that uh would make you want to come back there. 
Did she go to Nymag at the last season? Yeah, she would. She uh, betrayed Charmaine and went to Nymag. Why the fuck would you go back to second? Because I ain't basically second city Inc. and Nymag basically brother and sister now. I mean, they don't no. do business together, but ain't they basically brother and sister now? So like, why the fuck would you go back? Mm-mm. They not. Charmaine trying to compete with Ryan. And while Ryan is a piece of shit, you can't compete with somebody who's an actual tattoo artist who actually has skin in the game, who is actually well-known and well-respected in the, in the tattoo community, black, white, blue, and purple. You, you're never That's going to be able to compete with Nine Mag because you're not a tattoo artist, Charmaine. And these tattoo, the tattoo community doesn't respect what you're doing. You okay. think you're the first person to come in, the, in that community and try to make a quick buck? Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, rewind it, back it up. So they made up, and it's no beef, but they still competing as far, well, Charmaine is still trying to compete with Ryan as far as like Yeah, that's what she said on the episode. She's trying to be a a competitor against Nine Mag and Ryan. Uh, Girl, okay, (laughs) okay, (laughs) all right. And my thing is, stick with what you good at. Radio, you found your niche, stick with that. You will not, you cannot, have not, won't not, bet not, will not be able to compete with Ryan Henry when it comes to tattooing tattoo shops. You think you are the first non-artist to try to come through and open up a tattoo shop so you can make a quick buck? Right, because let's call a thing a thing. This is all about money. This ain't even about tattooing or being good at tattooing. This is about money. Let's tell the truth and shame the devil. Which also I don't get because you probably will make more money trying to be friendly with Ryan as opposed to being antagonistic. So like, what the fuck? Exactly. Especially since y'all don't repair y'all relationship. Like, what? Like, but, you know, Charmaine got like two rutabagas flying around on her head for a brain. So, you know, I expect no less. Yeah, all Big Mama good at is making babies. Right. Yelling. She good at sucking Nico Dick, and that's it. Um, and that's it for Black Ink. I want to hop on over to uh, Salt Lake City. I just want to say there was no reason for Jen and Brooks to have a sit down because I do not want to. I do not like Brooks, and I hate that I had to sit there and watch Jen Shaw gaslight him. Also that. You like I'm not being funny. You are too fucking old. You use <laughs> let's be honest. Go ahead. You bro. have too many fucking gay men around you that you use as accessories. Let's to talk not about know it. Know and understand homophobia. Let's talk about it. Go ahead. Your friend. slang, the way you behave, your mannerisms, all taken from gay men. Let's talk about it. Who do you think you fooling? Not me. And not my friend. You piece of shit. You sat in that boy face and fucking gaslit him. I didn't know that you would be taking a, what I was saying that way. And I didn't know the things on my social media. Wait, 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 in the previous episodes, when she was saying, oh, it wasn't me, that was my assistant. Bitch, you just took accountability saying it was you. So which the fuck, why was you doing all that goddamn performer earlier, Jen, you piece of shit? Continue, Candace. 
No, talking about uh, she got to take accountability on behalf of her team or whoever runs her social media. You are not that important that somebody needs to run your social media. <laughs> that is, a, <laughs> I say that and I mean that. <laughs> you are, Damn. because you scam and you don't have a <laughs> legal means of making money, you don't work a real job, all you do is scam old people out their fucking money, you have plenty of time to run your own fucking social media. Stop playing in our fucking face. I don't want to see Brooks on my TV no more. I'm glad this is squashed. But you was gaslighting him. Right. And Meredith is a, is a better bitch than I ever be because I would have jumped on your stupid ass. Asterisk on better because I would have beat JNS a long time ago, but that's just me. If I was a woman. Now, who else need they ass beat? Lisa Barlow. You're a liar. You's a liar. And maybe that's why you going so hard for Jen, because you a liar just like that bitch a liar. You had everything to do with that woman's shit getting fucked up. And now you all of a sudden talking about, I consider me and uh, Whitney friends. How? How you consider me and Whitney friends when when they brought, when uh, Angie brought Whitney in, you talking about why is she in here? But you went and got Jen and Meredith. When, which I would like to add to that. Whitney wasn't even talking to you. No was anybody talking to you. You was talking to Angie and you just spotted Jen and was like, bitch, why you in here? Well, since you got her name in your mouth, why should she be here? She wasn't even saying nothing to you, but you had a problem with her, just her presence. So playing somebody else's face, not mine, Lisa. Continue, friend. Exactly. Exactly. Stop fucking playing with us. Like it's you just a terrible the- bitch. You a liar. You a snake. You mad that Angie is building a relationship with Whitney, who she just found out she's fucking related to. Also that. And like you imagine. too look like Sid DeSloth, bitch. <laughs> this the Ice Age episode. <laughs> Bird, bitch, you look like a motherfucking sloth too. Like imagine some, like imagine two people just finding out that they're related and you being like, I must break up the bitches. Like, Lisa, you need mm, I almost said there's something real fucked up. Mm. Mm. Say it. Mm. Get it. <laughs> you, you. Maybe that's why your marriage on the goddamn rocks because you can't fuck your husband good. Okay, I'm glad we're here. Place. When Coach Shaw was out there shoveling the snow and Jen came out, they chemistry was saying that they really don't spend that much time together. Absolutely. Either he on the road or she in jail in court for scamming. So they don't have a lot of time to go. Like, uh, some some don't make sense about that. Okay, over. Okay, okay, okay. Now, this is going to be terrible, but fuck it. This 200 and we celebrate Curtis. Okay, over or under, Coach Shaw done cheated on Jen. I don't even think he's cheating on her. I think he just wants to lead a marriage. And she is like, using every guilt trip tactic known to man to keep him there because he was like i've been out here for six hours ain't nobody came and checked on me that's why your husband outside for six hours shoveling snow and you don't go out and take him some cocoa some tea some coffee something that's she too you know why you know why because marriage you know why because she's too busy on twitter uh liking posts about brooks calling him the f word that's why she that's why ain't nobody checked on him Yep. Absolutely. 
sidebar, just quick sidebar. She didn't really have a big uh, jump in this episode that we're covering. Um, but I just want to say, what the fuck do Mary be wearing? Yes. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> God damn, Mary tactic. Like imagine, like you know, like them. Um, um well, she had a big enough job. Did she go over Whitney House and say that a member of my church daughter got killed in a car accident? And then moved on when conversation like nothing happened. Talking about wear your seatbelt. She did. Yeah, she did. It was, it was, it was, it was weird. It was weird. Now, the one thing, now, I generally like Whitney, but the one thing Mary said that I agree with is that. Yeah, we hear. I was okay. just going to say. Yeah, I'm, all right. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm very, 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 very sick mm-hmm. of Whitney yipping behind Lisa, begging her to be friends with her. When you know you don't like this motherfucker, and for good reason, but if you know you don't like this motherfucker, why the fuck do you care what she thinks? She Especially, wants to be, and Mary said it. You want to be friends with Lisa, and it's it's evident because you are yipping. And anybody who will listen, you want to discuss Lisa. You went to dinner with the new lady. I can't think of her name. Angie. Angie. No, the the Vietnamese lady. Uh, Je- uh, Janae. Yeah, you went to dinner with her, and you bringing up Lisa. Lisa, not even fucking there. You supposed Listen. to be building a friendship with this woman. Why is you focused on Lisa? Right. It's like, giving pressed. It's giving it pressed. Is. It's giving panini pressed. It's giving, it's giving desert thirst. It's giving it famished. Is. And I don't understand it. Like you already have established you don't like this woman. Rightfully so, I might add. Why do you care what she thinks, who she's friends with, if she wants to be friends with you? You already established that you don't like her. You think she's a piece of shit, which she is. Why the fuck do you care? Like, when I need you to grow. I need you to grow a grown woman set of titties, which you already have. But I need you to put the weight behind them and be like, "Fuck that bitch." Especially when you see she goddamn bending over backwards to be friends with with Jen, lying ass. Like, why do you want to be friends with that? Exactly. Exactly. And then the previews for tonight's episode. It looks like Lisa, because Lisa and Whitney had a sit down and decided to yet again squash it and try all over. And in the previews for tonight, we see Lisa and Whitney on a couple's date with their husbands. And the lady that was spoke that canceled as a caterer pull up and Whitney is furious. Like, I should have fucking known you was a snake. This is about trying to prove you didn't sabotage Angie's event. This don't have nothing to do with building a friendship with me. And this is why I keep wondering, why are you so pressed to be friends with this woman? Right, when why are you show... so pressed to sit at the lunch table with her? Right. Because, I mean, me, me, myself, personally, and, you know, I don't want to speak for my friend, but I know my friend, so I think I'm comfortable saying this. As soon as Lisa showed her ass to me, I would have said, fuck that bitch, and just kept it moving. Exactly. So it's giving press Whitney, and you too pretty for that. Your titties are too pretty for that. Yeah, it's much too much. Like instead of instead of taking the time to try to be Lisa's friend, take that time to fuck your husband, because he is fiending for that pussy. Oh lord! 
Too far? Okay, cool. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna head on over to uh to Huntsville. This is what I got the most commentary for. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. Destiny, you've been mad at this goddamn woman for 40 days and 40 nights. Let it go. <laughs> Let it fucking go. Leave us alone. Also, I knew Tiffany had some weird ass, sad ass, tragic ass, mulatto ass upbringing. Because she too fucking messy. Yeah. She too fucking messy. Because I might have forgot it. Do Do she got a white mama? She got a white mama that gave her up for adoption and kept her four white siblings. It's always the ones with the white mama. <laughs> it is always the white mama. It's always the white mama. It never fails. And Destiny, Jesus you need Christ. to you need to do some therapy to reckon with your upbringing and having a mom that's a that's a drug addict. Because mm-hmm. it, it to, in my opinion, it makes you overly sensitive and extremely defensive about every fucking thing. It's giving, I, it's for me, it's giving that you come at people the way you wish you could come at your mom. So you calling her Candace, basically? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Oh, uh, that, you know what? You're not wrong. Um, My take on this whole thing is like, on the one hand, we, I mean, not Whitney, uh, on the one hand, Tiffany has been kind of like, doing the most to try to fit in with the group and not coming in like a very friendly matter. But on the other hand, I do agree with you. This has been 84 nights. Honestly, your problem more so should, in my opinion, your problem at this point, your problem more so should be with Mel trying to be a mediator between the two of y'all when Tiffany, a grown-ass woman that should be accountable for her own actions, than Tiffany herself, in my opinion. Yeah. Because you don't know Tiffany from a can of paint, and you she has already shown her ass to you, so you shouldn't be trying to like kiss her ass and shit. Now, Mel, on the other hand, I do think it's some validity to the fact that Mel keep trying to be mediated and mama hands Tiffany like that ain't a grown ass titty woman. Because Mel, that shit is weird. That mother that motherfucker came in on 10, she can stand up on 10. You don't need to be her goddamn mama hen and shit. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the one thing I think Destiny does. Because, I mean, we've been saying it all season. Like, it's been kind of weird that Destiny has been having a problem with Mel until the few recent episodes where it's like, okay, I see it. Because, Mel, you've been stepping in some shit that really ain't your goddamn business. And you're doing that shit because you don't want to deal with Martell ass no more, which, to be fair, I get. But, girl, you need to shut the fuck up. Those are two grown-ass titty women that can handle their shit out on their own. They don't need you being goddamn mama hen and shit. You need to be mama hen to their goddamn sing career and need to know how to shut the fuck up because you can't goddamn sing. Which my friend has dragged this eloquently. I don't have anything for that, but I do want to say I feel like moving like to the next thing, I feel like Destiny was being really fucking messy when she asked Tisha how it made her feel that Kimmy wasn't speaking up for her when Kimmy and Mel, when Tisha and Mel was beefing. That was fucking messy because you knew, you knew that you and Kimmy wasn't seeing eye to eye. So why even do that? Not only all the circumstances of that situation at the time, you wasn't really fucking with Tisha like that. You was more so fucking with Mel. Not only that, you know that's a fresh wound, so why are you bringing it back up? And 
we was just in Vegas and saw this this slack jaw bitch ask in front of Kimmy why Maurice didn't work shit out with Kaiwa. Mm. Which honestly, which seeing what the trouble and shit going on in her and my soul's like marriage and shit, the audacity of her to say that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the audacity of you to bring that up when, meanwhile, this motherfucker might have an outside baby. Um, and also is going through some turmoil shit that he don't even trust to tell you his goddamn wife about. Like, Tisha, you really need to shut the fuck up. Yep. And Destiny, you need to shut the fuck up. Also that. Now. I want to get to to the biggest elephant in the room here. Not broke dick dog Martel, who who credit score bad and can't go in nobody's bank and get a loan because he had to file bankruptcy. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way, boy. Not Martel, who is trying to snake his own fucking ex-wife and the mother of his children out of money in her pocket with this 47 acres development and put money in Mar- Marceau Holtz, I mean, Marceau uh, Scott's pocket. And this is a, it, a newly mended friendship. You have got to be so jealous of your ex-wife to take money out of her pockets when she has been the sole financial provider for those kids since y'all separated. You are jealous, you are envious, you are petty, you are vengeful, and you are vindictive, and that's why you are not winning. Ain't no fucking way that I wouldn't try, I wouldn't put aside whatever fucking feelings we may have and try to make the millions of dollars to develop this 47 acres. Ain't no way. Ain't no way I would put more money in the next man pocket than I would put in my own pocket, in my ex-wife pocket, so that we could build some generational wealth for our kids. Because developing 47 acres of land will lead to millions and millions and millions of dollars. Hello? The fact that you constantly snake that woman and undermine her, even if you hadn't cheated, male needed to leave you. All right. Because he is just a toxic, typical, selfish, cis, selfish, cis hetero man that is steeped in patriarchy. You and Marceau barely just fucking speaking. Meanwhile, that you have a play both sides of the fence. He played both sides of the fence when it comes to you and your ex wife. Be skinning and grinning in her motherfucking face. Mm hmm. Then be screaming and getting in your goddamn face. Meanwhile, talking shit about both of y'all behind y'all back. And this the man you want to do business with. And he really don't want nothing to do with the 47 acres. Right. Just just because of the fact that both of y'all names are attached to it and all the drama between the both of y'all. I, uh... That therapist laid the shit out on the line for Tisha. And I just want to say this. Tisha is very married and very single. You are a married ass woman who lives your life as a single fucking parent. Make it make sense. Oh, so she, 
You know what? I'll say it's almost say something real shady. Lord have mercy. I'm going to say, and I'm going to also say this. These motherfucking developers, the shit that Maurice do, these construction companies, they have set schedules, basically. Yeah, they may work some overtime here and there, but everything that Mar- Marceau does for his companies, minus the cigar bar, a lot of the shit that he does can be done between the hours of 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Baby, if you ever seen construction work, you see it at 7 in the morning. By the time you get your ass off at 3 o'clock p.m., they be getting their ass off, too. This motherfucker pretending like he is working 24 hours, working around the clock, can't be present and accounted for for his wife and his kids is bullshit. And it's, why, it. and it's why Tisha think he cheating. That's why it's so easy to put a bug in her fucking ear. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Let's talk about it. We need to call a spade a spade. This motherfucker ain't no doctor. Like, whether the rumors are true or not, the fact that he is, like, actively not being a president and accounted for in his marriage gives way to Tisha's insecurities. Absolutely. You dumb, bald-headed bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like Boy. I'm just I'm just trying to act like he why he be acting like he a, a ER doctor that's on call 24 hours. Boy, that motherfucker why he acting got, like he a nurse? Boy, that motherfucker ain't got but two marbles rolling around in that goddamn head. And Tisha, why do you always take advice from your mama and she ain't never been ain't never had a good relationship a day in her fucking life? <laughs> Wanda raised you as a single parent, then Wanda get went and got married, and Wanda sucking and fucking on everybody but her husband. Why would you be taking advice from Wanda? You talking about all you know as a southern girl was how to how to take care of home. You went well, to home. To, well, home is, home is hell right now. So what the fuck do you think you're gonna do, girl? You went to college so that you could build a career for yourself. And you let your mama and your grandmama convince you that the best thing for you to do was sit up and let this motherfucker treat you like a doormat? And then throw it in your face talking about because of money, because of finances, because you like to spend money? The motherfucker claim he working around the clock seven days a week, 365 days a year, 366 on the fucking leap year. You should be able to spend all the fucking money you want. See, and this is my problem with men like Marceau. Like, you want a patriarchy, but you don't want a patriarchy in the way that hits your pockets. And that's not how this works. Like, subscribing to patriarchy means Tisha can take care of the home and house and family. You pay all the goddamn bills and let her spend all your money. That's how the fuck patriarchy works. If you don't want to do that, then you're going to have to goddamn learn some emotional intelligence at your goddamn big ass age of damn near 50 and unlearn that shit, which you seem to not do because you don't even want to do fucking therapy. So niggas, shut the fuck up, suck it up, and let her spend all your goddamn money if she want to. Because that's what the fuck you signed up for. That's how the fuck you dictated your goddamn marriage and relationship. So niggas, shut the fuck up and deal with it. Bingo. Which I want to talk about something real quick. I want to step off to the side and I want to say me and me and Mama White Diamonds was talking about Martell's clothes being so little. (laughs) And according to Mama White Diamond, Martell can't can't recognize letters or numbers. 
So he just always picking up the wrong size clothes. <laughs> that motherfucker wear a large, he up here dressed in the goddamn medium. In a fucking medium. And it reminds me because when he went to talk to Maurice about this bankruptcy, picture that. Mr. Slinging dick every fucking where, making outside babies, having side bitches and mistresses. Your wife gone and your money is too. You can't afford to do shit. Meldon had to file for bankruptcy. You did. You are bankruptcy. And not only that, you thought you could file for bankruptcy and go and get a half a million dollar business line after filing bankruptcy. We can tell who was the who was the brains behind holding hope. We could, like my mother said, she he cannot recognize letters or numbers because it ain't no fucking way. Just stupid. You deserve everything you're getting. You do. And even if y'all mutual friend Chris is being a little caddy playing both sides against the middle, it makes for good TV. Right, because he absolutely is. <laughs> he definitely is. Because if he really wanted to make this amicable, he would bring Mel and Martell in together and say, hey, look, I want y'all to build this 47 acres together. I want y'all to get this coin together. I want y'all to leave Marceau out of it. Let him continue to develop his own land. In Northern right. Huntsville, I want y'all to get this money together. Mel got the building license, and Martel is very fucking familiar with how these projects work. I want y'all to do this together. I'm tired of playing telephone with y'all. Right. This motherfucker is sniggling and giggling and shit, going between the two of them, keeping up mess and chaos. Just childish. He think he on lipstick, Ellie. But we thank you for the mess that you do have been keeping up. It's very entertaining. Now you don't got damn gas mail head up, so she about to make a foolish decision and do something stupid, most likely. I actually think Mel got a better chance of developing that 47 acres than Martel do because Mel probably still has good credit. And also she has the license. She has the license. And Martel still didn't get his builder's license because that's public information. Nigga, you are so goddamn dumb. Like Mel said, instead of instead of putting in work elsewhere, he should have been trying to get that builder's license. Mm. You the building right. outside babies and not getting your builder's license. Exactly. Building up uterus that ain't males, but shit. Building up uterus. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. The rest <laughs> of the season look messy and promising. Nigga said building up uterus. Yeah, he was building up that girl uterus with baby. Babies, if you will. And he couldn't go sit and take that motherfucking test and get his builder's license. Interesting. Mm, he probably, you know what, never mind. That would be real messed up. Never mind. Go ahead. What we holding back for is episode <laughs> 200. <laughs> I mean, he probably couldn't take the test here. He probably didn't pass his GED, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know that man's slow. (laughs) My bald-headed broke bitch can read. (laughs) (laughs) 
My bum ass ex husband can read. <laughs> Martell, if little Tommy has, he's knowing If little Tommy has two builders' licenses, how many do you got? Zero, you bald headed <laughs> bitch. You ain't got none. <laughs> you loser. Just dumb. dumb as hell. Speaking of dumb as hell. I'm upset that Mar- Maurice is the only one with enough emotional intelligence to seek therapy. Right. The rest of y'all is dumb as hell. That's fuck. This man is saying we need to do this. It's very obvious a lot of us are suffering for this and we need to take it serious. I don't know. I just... Money don't change. Money don't make people smarter. I'm gonna be honest, because these are the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever seen. Just getting yeah. their hands on good money. I mean, we've said it before. Like, even though the bar is in hell, Maurice is probably the best husband on that show. Probably. Yeah, he he definitely the least problematic. Yeah. Again, the bar is in hell, but he is the least problematic. Which, I mean. Never. Good luck, everybody. Uh, Speaking of good luck. Let's head on over to Potomac because the reunion look started dropping and I cannot believe that as much shit as y'all have talked about Karen and Wendy, they ate you other bitches the fuck up. I mean, it's not hard to do because motherfucking Robin and goddamn Giselle be dressing like fucking Sanford and son. And First of all, a- Robin had on that David Bridal's mother the bride ass dress and that terrible ass hair and that beginner's ass smoky eye where you look like a raccoon because you ain't sure how to blend it out properly. You hope they'll. You is not even married to Jamal no more, baby. And you still dressing like a late, a late ass first lady of a church. First lady of Ebenezer can't dress Baptist. Just take it as all hell. You what a waste of beauty. Two pretty mixed bitches who can't dress to save their fucking life. Misfit mulattoes. Goblin and fucking greasy. Y'all get it wrong every fucking time. Just a d- dress as messy as y'all are. Just 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 dress tacky and ugly as hell. What this episode, Candace? Why are you married? Free Chris. I'm gonna just go ahead and say that now. Class. Free Chris. Why are you married? Why are you married if your husband can't pull you to the side? Sit you down outside of everybody else and say, babe, you really doing a lot. It's a better way to handle and do things than the way you're doing them. Free Chris. Like, I don't feel completely comfortable saying free to a white man, but God damn it, it fits. Free Chris. And if it feel like I'm complicit in racism by saying that Candace don't deserve Chris, but she don't. But God damn it, she don't. <laughs> she really don't. She don't deserve him. 
Listen, I know that as a white man, but for all intents and purposes, that man seems decent. Um, he has a successful restaurant. The man can cook, and he seems level-headed. That is the opposite of everything that goddamn Kansas is, because she is a fucking head case. Let me tell you something. If I always got to apologize or talk to people on behalf of my partner's behavior, we don't need to be the fucking girl. And I feel like Chris is constantly apologizing or talking to other people on behalf of Candace. And that right there is unhealthy and toxic as fuck. Absolutely. And he don't deserve that. Because I feel like, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, Candace cannot have a sex, a successful and healthy relationship until she get over the bullshit with her mom. Because she is every bit of Dorothy's daughter. Yep. Let's speak on it. Like, until she get her shit together, she don't need to be with nobody. Because she's just going to make that relationship miserable. And you can see it on Chris' face. He like, like, I, th- I think somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody had a goddamn tweet was like, <laughs> somebody was, uh, no, when uh, they said that uh, uh, can, uh, Chris Candace acting up again, and they used that damn meme of, that, uh, of the black girl. Or the black lady with like the gown getting up on the bed like she tired of shit. And it was like, that's Chris. Like that is that dead ass is him. Like every goddamn time she wild out, they calling him to take to, to clean up her damn mess. And that is unfair and hit and unhealthy. So free Chris. Free Chris 2020. Yeah. Yep. Free Chris, which I want to get to the meat and potatoes. Well, before we get there, I'm going to say this. Rob, Both Robin and Giselle told Wendy that they were not coming on her trip. They did not feel welcome. They did not like how she invited them. And yet these two goofy, greasy, goblin-faced, green-eyed, hatchet-faced bitches showed up on this trip and got the nerve to be crying about their accommodations. If you Once you decline an invite that I sent you, and you show up anyway, you will take whatever scraps and spare parts I can give you because you should have stayed the fuck home like you told me you were going to do. Mm. And then you bitches got their dead last from everybody else. So no, you don't get a bedroom with a bathroom. You was the same motherfuckers that went out your way to make uh, Wendy feel unwelcome at Giselle's trap house, talking about she can't use the bathroom. Well, payback is a motherfucker. You well, bitches and- love to play the game, but can't never t- accept it when the people play back. Like some weak bitches. Truly weak, truly pathetic. And you only came to be nosy and messy because Ashley asked you to. To which I got to say, bitch, you could, don't nobody even want Michael around. <laughs> right? Y'all shouldn't even be on this fucking show to be perfectly goddamn honest. At all. Because I ain't forgot. And I ain't never gonna forget. And I'm gonna always have smoke for Andy having y'all still on this goddamn show knowing this motherfucker's a goddamn predator. Well, at best, a creep. At worst, a predator. Either way, it's still trash. So I ain't never gonna not have smoke for Andy still keeping y'all on this goddamn show. Your goddamn and actually your goddamn Bob of the weaving headed ass on that goddamn TV screen when they was on Fox News talking about my husband and said, girl, girl, girl. 
then having a nerve to goddamn be mad at um fucking uh who be mad at fucking Karen when she says she don't trust Michael around other people when that motherfucker literally has a goddamn fucking uh um what's the goddamn uh game where you you take the little thing out the uh, the goddamn t- tower stack that's that ain't the name of the game that but anyway. motherfucker, oh Jenga. Yes, a goddamn jingle stack of goddamn allegations against him. You told my my husband incident. Girl, actually, fuck you. My bad friend, go ahead. And I'm tired of you fucking instigating. Also that. Ooh, 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 Candace, Candace, Candace. You you see now that she done dropped that baby, she back to hug old Ashley ways. You see that, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't forgot. I ain't forgot that goddamn before that baby and you trying to have your rebrand used to be hell on goddamn wheels. I ain't forgot. Yep. Which, which, since we're here, it is astounding to me, but also not surprising, but just astounding to me, the level of country Ashley has been allowed to receive when that motherfucker was literally proudly the villain on this show until she had that damn first baby for Michael. Yep. Like, it is astounding to me that 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 motherfucker is still allowed to cook. Like, have y'all forgot this same Ashley was like, t- like, like before Candace was Candace, like we had Ashley. Have y'all forgot? Cause I ain't. The motherfucker who got into it with Karen, Giselle, Robin, Sharice, like I ain't forgot. And won't forget. So y'all give that mother, y'all give goddamn Pennywise a lot of country that she don't deserve. On top of the fact her defending her goddamn creepy ass fucking husband. Let's talk about it. Up there looking like two goddamn mannequins from Scooby doing shit. Girl, fuck can't uh, fuck Ashley and goddamn Michael. I'm sorry. Go ahead, friend. Um, Candace. Candace, Candace, Candace. You have managed to make yourself look fucking terrible in a situation where you were the person violated. I'm going to be honest. I don't give a fuck how much I dislike Ashley. There is no reason for you to be sitting at a table talking about she's a slave and Michael is a slave driver while you two are married to a white man. Like, and I like Chris, but girl, he is still a white man. Like, what are you doing? Now, mind you, he got some 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 non-white qualities. Go ahead and say it, because he a deadbeat. Go with ahead and all, say it. Yeah, yeah, with all <laughs> the multiple baby mamas and the deadbeats and this, that, and the third, I can see that he got some stereotypes working for him. <laughs> but he is a white man. You are married to a white man, much like Ashley is married to a white man. And even even if that, even if he was married to a black man. It is just very much so in poor taste to be calling another a woman of color a, a fucking slave. It's like calling weird. <gasps> you, you know what it, it, it's like. Uh, this is gonna be real shady, but I'm gonna say it anyway because this has been something that's kind of been weird to me. It's like them them certain um, black women on Twitter that y'all let cook that were calling Lizzo a mammy. It's real weird. Yeah. It's real weird. It's fucking weird. And again, your husband is trying to 
Let me ask you something, Candace. How far you think you're gonna get in your R and B career behaving the way you behave? Let's talk about it. You're not going to be anybody's R and B sweetheart behaving that way. You do right not now have you the, on wheels. You do not have the allure and the appeal of a Rihanna. So you are you are more so a classic R and B artist making very typical R and B music. If you want to have a chance at getting a good deal and being somebody's R and B sweetheart. You cannot behave the way you behave in. And your husband sees it. And Chris makes good points is that something about Mia triggers you. Something about the things Mia is saying to you trigger you. And you need to own up to it and reconcile it and call it a day. Because there's no way that this woman should, should be triggering you like this. And I also want to say... Y'all played in my motherfucking face. Y'all played in my motherfucking face. Y'all played in my motherfucking face. Are we finna talk about it? Yeah, we finna talk about what y'all, well, I think we finna talk about it. played in my motherfucking face because y'all told us last season that no matter what Candace said or what words came out her mouth or if she touched Monique hair first or if she put her finger in Monique's face, there was absolutely no reason that mm. Monique should have put her hands on Candace. Mm. Violence mm. was not the answer. Mm. Let's talk about it. Only for you motherfuckers to sit up here mm. and for us to see Candace make a comment talking about, I know how this goes. I went through it last season. Mm. For Robin and Giselle and some of the other ladies to say, she didn't learn her lesson from what, she, what happened with Monique. Mm. to say that she was the one that instigated the, the fight between her and Monique. Like, that literally came out of Giselle and Robin's mouth. That you like, didn't we saw learn it. your lesson we saw from it. Monique, and now history is repeating itself. Mm. Girl, y'all, ooh. Y'all mm. owe me some apologies. Mm. Now y'all sitting up there flabby and sick watching this motherfucking season because Candace is who she's always fucking been and that's a trash motherfucker. She one step above Ashley. She has always been a motherfucker who you may or may not want to put hands on. Nothing more, nothing less. Played in our face. Told us we we was wrong. We needed to grow up. Cause it Doing ain't all that no goddamn excuse. grandstanding, like we ain't it watching fucking reality no TV. For nobody to put hands on nobody else over words. Meanwhile, y'all just sat on this TV screen and admitted that these women instigated that situation. But I'll tell you what, and I said, and I said again, I don't feel sorry for Candace. You, you, this what you wanted. Right. You threatened not to come back if Monique came back. And now you, How you she, dealing with a bigger hell than me? Because now all these light bitches, light skinned bitches sticking together. Now you look like the odd man out. But again, you've done nothing differently this season than you was doing last season. The only difference is they used you as a pawn to get Monique the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. And you fell for it. Now, granted, Monique did too, but you the ones that are still here. So you get this dragon. You fell for it. Exactly. When that when that was the when that honestly was le- legitimately your only friend. Exactly. Now you up here looking stupid. Y'all are stupid. 
y'all knew that that girl agitated that situation and i'm very glad that karen stayed neutral for that reason because karen huger was the one and only who said hey y'all both had a hand in that situation ending up the way it did because karen got sense like most of us that had sense did Which even still, nigga, we are watching reality TV. We have watch, been watching reality TV since fucking what? 2008 or some shit with the weird world, my nigga. We have seen fucking fights. It was never that goddamn deep. For all this goddamn performing and carrying on. And that wasn't even really a fight. It was a shoving match at best. At best. Motherfuckers doing all that goddamn playing in my face like this is an after school program and shit. Y'all owe us an apology. You stupid motherfuckers. And we here for it. I want my apology. Apologize to us with Cash App. Donate to the to the uh network. Thank you so much. Please and thank you. But that's it. That's it. I don't, I think the previews for tonight. Uh, Robin gonna be crying about the accommodations Wendy set for him, and they gonna be talking about leaving. Uh, leaving to go stay at a Marriott thirty miles away. To which I say, do you, boo boo? Y'all could have just did that in the first fucking place because you wasn't fucking invited. Pretty much. Well, I swear y'all ain't got but two goddamn rutabagas swirling around that fucking head of y'all. I swear to God. Where to go? Dumb as hell. Anyway, that's all. Thank you for listening to our 200th episode, niggas. We hope y'all we don't made y'all laugh on being our usual piece of shit sales. Uh, we'll be back next week. Y'all know it. We out. Peace, niggas.